up, y'all? It's your brother from another mother, Brother Leon and Brother Louise, here adding our two cents to your dollar. What's going on with your brother, Louise? What's going on? Welcome back. Welcome back. Here we are again in action and in motion. For sure, for sure. Hope everybody's had a good week uh, so far. Last two weeks, because we've been, we've right. been we changed our little uh, timeline to every two weeks. So if you haven't heard the last episode yet, and this is the one you're catching on, I just happen to find us on your favorite app, whether it's Pandora, Spotify, iTunes, or an Anchor as well. Uh, we thank you, Woo-hoo. number one. But also, so you know, much. make sure you go listen to the past episodes. Your brothers here, Leon and Luis. We are, this channel is all about motivation, keeping you in motion as we stay in motion in this world and in life, the topic called Definitely. life. So, man, it's been Definitely. a great week. How's been your, how's been your last two weeks, brother? How's it been? Oh, man, it's been good, brother. It's been real good. You know, um, you know, for those of you that, uh, have not had a chance to listen to the last podcast, uh, you know, me and brother Luis, after being, having our long three month absence, just about, <laughs> you yep, know, we yep. came back with a lot of, a lot of new, uh, you know, what has been going on with us in our lives. So one of the things for me was, you know, moving to San Francisco, uh, from Sacramento and, um, yeah, man, the last two weeks have been, um, have been pretty amazing brother, you know, to say the least, it's kind of interesting, you know, sometimes when you change certain things in your life, you don't realize that, um, you know, even minute changes seem like big changes when you think about it in the, in the, in the scheme of things. Right. Like, um, for instance, I've, all my life, I've always lived uh, either in an apartment building or, or in a house. And usually that's usually no higher than the third floor. You know, like the apartment buildings have never been no higher than like apartment, you know, something on the third floor. And this is the first time I lived in a place where I'm on the eighth floor. So gotcha. even does even doesn't seem like it's a major adjustment. It really is because it's, it's not, it's not what you're used to. It's not the norm for you. So anytime you change any of your, you know, um, past routines, even if it's something as minute as even the city, I mean, San Francisco is, is not as hot as Sacramento. So, you know, even look at it from that standpoint, like it's never like a hundred degrees here, like a hot day here is like 80. Whereas in Sac, a hot day is like 110. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so, big difference. You know, it's a, a huge difference in, in, in how it feels out here. And at night, in Sac in the summertime, it's still hot enough to not wear a jacket. In San Francisco, summer or winter, when the sun goes down, it gets cold. Yeah, yeah, you better <laughs> so, have a sweater at all times. Yeah, yeah, you might want to you might want to carry a, a jacket in the car, a sweater, a hoodie, something like that, to make sure you don't freak, fool around and freeze your freaking uh, <laughs> dome piece off or whatever it is you got. <laughs> Keep a beanie or something with you, so. Yeah, yeah, but it really has been good, brother. Just a lot more, um, a lot more positive energy coming through. Even just a lot more looking at myself, and and you know, and just realizing certain things about me. You know what I'm saying? That that sometimes you don't look at yourself. We don't look at ourselves in the mirror. It's a lot easier to look at other people and point out their faults, but don't look at ourselves in the mirror and go, you know what? But this is what's wrong with you. so you know so i've been doing a whole lot of reflecting brother for the last two weeks a whole lot of reflecting no that's that's awesome man but uh that's that's good we have to do that from time to time we definitely have to do that time every time we make a change in our lives uh like i said it doesn't matter how minute it might be how little of a change it might be but any change is going to have a ripple effect in everything else that you you're doing whether it's a small effect or a big effect, it's gonna have a it's gonna have a you know it's gonna have a small effect. It's like changing your diet, right? You start yep, eating exactly. more vegetables, like your brother here, you know, has been doing the last two years. It it, it does a change. It may have a minute yep. change, you know, because I don't stop eating burgers from time to time. But mm-hmm. eating more vegetables, yeah, yeah, just healthy. You know, you change it. You know, instead of having just white buns, you change it to wheat buns. Maybe have some, you know, some more healthier wheat buns with with uh, what is it, almonds or, or any other, you know, stuff they put on them. You know, when they make them, when you want to get real, real healthy with them. Uh, you know, you change from lettuce to like uh, putting spinach. I started doing that for the last six, eight months where I start eating more spinach instead of lettuce. Like if I go to um, a sandwich place that we all know, you know, is on the way. Yeah. Without saying the name, um, you know, 
I'll go get, you know, instead of putting lettuce on it, I'll, I'll put spinach, you know. So things like that. But it's minus changes, you know, make a big difference. And it's a step forward to, to other things. And definitely agree with you on that. Uh, that's a whole, that's a topic in itself. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's been, it's been great. I mean, I, I, I can't wait to go. I'll be over there in a couple of weeks, hopefully. So hopefully mm-hmm. we can we can take the time and, and meet up and definitely see your place out there in San Francisco. Oh, yeah, it'll be awesome. Um, be awesome. Be def- awesome. Definitely would be great. But um, this week for me has been awesome. Last two weeks, man, just hustling, being on the road. You guys know what your brother's out here on the road doing it, this uh, uh, trucking world and trucking uh, uh, career and business. And it's been going great. Uh, well, we had the 4th of July. And uh, before I forget, uh, definitely it was uh, Ashley's and I anniversary for three years together in our Aww, relationship. So. Happy anniversary. <laughs> Hey, made for you and me. Hey, oh sorry, I was gonna spend my twenty twenty Tony moment. <laughs> but we we had a good time. We went to uh, went to visit family in Florida. Uh, we stayed in Clearwater uh, for a few days. Actually, got a room and stayed out for a few days. It was you know if you guys are anybody from Florida, you guys know I lived there for about three years and years years years, years ago. But I know during during the month of July. Uh, you expect summer to be hot all the time, but actually it rains every every afternoon. So you have clouds. Really? Like, yeah, every afternoon, three four o'clock, there's a rain cloud coming through. <laughs> so oh. uh, it's it's kind of how it is. You know, some days a little more, some days a little less. So that's how Florida it is. Now the hot, the best months go into Florida uh, is August. It's kind of the end of July, really? August. Yeah, those are the best ones. And uh, I mean, it's still considered technically still considered hurricane season. Um, uh-huh. but right after August, September is kind of when you start, you know, watching a little more, but you know, we, they already had that. I don't know if you, you know, that Elsa tropical storm, they already thought it was going to be a hurricane. Yeah. They didn't. So we were, yeah. that was the week before. Um, so we got there the weekend, Wednesday afternoon, decided to stay from Wednesday. We left Tuesday back on the road, but I spent a few days with family. We enjoyed our, our anniversary, spending some time, you know, by ourselves on our own and walked down the beach and eating some good food and just chilling, relaxing, uh, and spending time oh, together outside man. the truck, you know. Um, it's like y'all had a good time, man. I know I saw some of the some of your posts on Facebook and whatnot, <laughs> and y'all, y'all was looking real happy, man. Y'all was looking real happy. Yeah, a little some, some. It's, it's, it's better than doing nothing, you know, for it. Yeah. And, and your brother got to do, you know, we got to represent and do our thing. Um, yeah. But after that, we took off, and uh, this weekend uh, was uh, my uh, cousin's uh, boyfriend, Hector's birthday, um, and uh, so we came here in Dallas. So we came, okay. we ride ourselves over here this weekend. That was yesterday. We had a get together yesterday, um, and we're just chilling out here. We're taking off tomorrow uh, towards Houston, and then from Houston back to West Memphis. We have to be in Tennessee next week. It's just been, it's just busy. Um, also, my uh, oh, big big news. I don't know how how this passed, uh, but my grandson was born as well. I have. Uh, my grandson was born. Yeah. My daughter had the grandbaby. So grandfather number nice. baby number two. <laughs> oh man, look at you! You 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 now they gonna call you Papa. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. Papa now you I'm, ain't daddy no more. You Papa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's why. Uh, that's what my our daughter started calling every time I tell her who I, I don't know. My even my daughter doesn't know where she got her from. But uh, the last time when she started talking a little more and she recognized who it was, but. She just kind of called us like, "What's who, who's that? Who's that?" And she's like, hey, "Grandpapa, Grandpapa." <laughs> that's oh, what she calls when she sees you. So, um, Are you Grandpapa? <laughs> yeah, Grandpapa. So that's that's awesome. That's so I'll be at yeah. So we'll be in Cali now. After Tennessee, we're planning. We got to go to California towards the end of July now, and that's my daughter's birthday. Who the one who graduated, and then also to see and meet my grandson uh, while we're there. Nice. We'll be out there for a. Well, like I said, brother, if if. If we got a chance, you know, we'll, we'll try to make it happen. If not, we'll catch you on the next run. You know, you know, that's not a, for us, you know, we, we, we brothers. So we'll, we'll make it happen at some point. Oh yeah, for sure. That's for sure. But we, de- we definitely will be continuing with this, but uh, it's been again, guys, for those who are listening again, thanks for all the support. We have a great topic going today. I know we're about 10 minutes into our recording, uh, our, our episode right now, but we, we have a great topic today. Again, only thing that we've discussed is the title. We always want to want to flow with what we're uh, sharing with you guys. So, again, just thank you for all the support. Uh, we're going to continue inviting guests every so often. 
uh, to the episode mm-hmm. on things that uh, help you guys. But what would help us out if you go to our, if you haven't already, go to our Instagram, our Emotion Podcast. Follow us there. Comment. Comment. Uh, let us know what you're thinking of the podcast. But bigger than that, we are also on Facebook. We have a Facebook group opened up for you guys. Uh, at Emotion Podcast. Our links are on. Uh, if we go to our Instagram, it will take you to a website uh, that is uh, we. Uh, ooh, it's live anyway. <laughs> we take yeah, it to a website. You can find all our episodes on there. We are record through. I use Spotify or Anchor. That is actually owned by Spotify for our uh, episode for our podcast, and you can follow all our episodes on there. But there's also links to our social media. So. Uh, if you go to Instagram in motion podcast, that link is on there on our profile and we have a Facebook group where we will love slowly, but surely we definitely to, to grow that group is not only for us to share, but eventually, and the goal for that group is that we can support each other and we have a community of people that can support each other. And, you know, if you need to share something, you're good, you know, something good, you can share it and uh, a, a safe place for you to share maybe something that you're going through and you're looking for some uh, support or help or just listening. Um, yeah. not, nobody at this point, maybe in the future, we hopefully can get some professionals uh, to be part of that group and also be able to share, you know, some of their knowledge and, and things to help you. Uh, get through the tough times in life that we have, but also you know keep you in motion, which is the name of our podcast and and our life. Um, but it's an ongoing thing. We 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 just started. We just like we said in the beginning, we're just doing a, taking it one step at a time and letting you know letting everything just flow as it needs to flow, and it'll get to be what it gets. It needs to get to be. Um, if it, definitely it. Right. If it grows, great. Yep. And and you guys. Our, our our listeners, your community is what counts. Um, but we're mm-hmm. here to share our two cents and uh, hope you you know. So far, you guys are 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 really liking it and are give us feedback from time to time in our Facebook group. So we appreciate that. So if you're listening, you're in the Facebook group. Please feel free also to share that with your friends and family if you think the content is is helpful. So it's mostly yeah, very muchly appreciated. And also, if you guys have like you know, if you are a part of the Facebook group. Um, if you have, you know, something encouraging you want to post, please post it. Don't wait for just me and Luis to do all the posting as far as, um, if you want to put something up that's, that's, um, that's encouraging or what have you, please, please definitely make sure you put that up because I think that, you know, sometimes with social media, there is, there, there is a good side to it. There is a a negative side to it too, but, but sometimes I think that, you know, I believe, and this is just my belief, I believe there's a lot more people in the world that want to encourage people than there are people that want to discourage people. So if you want to put something up that's encouraging and it's just maybe it's a quote of the day or maybe it's, you know, maybe something that, that you yourself have seen and, and, and maybe you just want to give, you know, uh, some, some, some praise or glory to something that has happened in your life, please put that up and share that because you know, all of us, sometimes we all have our rough days and sometimes seeing something encouraging from someone else can lift us up. You know what I mean? Yeah. So make sure that if you do have something like that, that you want to share, share it. I mean, we're not going to, we're not going to tell you don't share something and it's only, you know, in this, just me and Luis's page, no, it's, it's whoever's on the group's page and you can feel free to share whatever, you know, encouragement, love, um, or even if you're going through something and maybe just want, you know, a listening ear or somebody to, you know, maybe they can, they've already lived through that type of experience in their life. And maybe they can, you know, be a friend that can be there for you and say, Hey, look, I've been through that. Let me tell you how this experience worked out for me. And maybe this can be helpful to you, but it's not a thing to where it needs to be judgmental, but it's more or less a, let me see if I can help my fellow uh, brother or sister, you know, as, as being a human being. Oh yeah, and and we never know. I mean, I've met some great people uh, through social media. Uh, I've met some great people, you know, and and just visiting a, an area, you know, you meet great people, and you and you never know if it's if it's a relationship that that will continue from there and grow from there. So, but even if it's not, you know, we can all learn from each other. Uh, we all go through different things. We all walk in through life. And um, 
that's what the what's that's what the group is there for is for build a build a community of support uh for each other mm-hmm. you know at any given point so just with that okay. said but um let's get right into this you ready all right man well brother you what you know what you brought me the topic so let's <laughs> get it started pimping let's get it started let's get it started <laughs> so um i want to pick our brains and you know i'll give it some thought um of course but uh, i i heard something um Definitely, you know, we, we're, I'm always listening to different episodes, go on social media, and uh, I didn't, definitely didn't dig too much into it because uh, I like to flow with you on this. But I want to talk about the topic of the difference between a grudge and boundaries. Mm-hmm. Grudge and boundaries, because this is one thing that, as you said in the beginning, um, you know, small changes happens in our life and we talked about you know making changes one step at a time but it's one thing that i think is very very really sometimes confused from you know either party either the party uh trying to create uh, a boundary in their life mm-hmm. or or holding a grudge in their lives to the person receiving mm-hmm. the boundary or mm-hmm. being the one the one person they have a grudge against against of and uh either though they are very similar in my experience, and I've been guilty of both, uh, or at least guilty of having a grudge and saying to myself that, oh, I'm just setting a boundary because they can be very similar in certain aspects uh, of yeah. what we do. Uh, but there, there are definitely some, some very good differences, and, um, and I've learned to, to know that. So I want to pick your brain on what do you think uh, is the main difference uh, in between a boundary and a grudge for you? I mean, how do you handle those things? Well, for me, um, when I look at the topic of uh, boundaries and grudges, I think that, and like I said, this is just to me, I look at it as when you set boundaries, that's something where you're not going to allow either yourself or someone to cross that line. But when you have a grudge, that's something that you hold on to to keep you in a certain state of mind and not necessarily, not necessarily a good state of mind, but to keep you in a negative state of mind. So for instance, or for example, um, let's say that someone wronged you and, and whatever that wrong was, they did. You decided that, okay, well, no matter what this person does from here on out, all I'm going to ever see them in is in that light of wrong. That's it. That's all I ever see them in. So at that point, you're, you're holding a grudge against that person. They could clean, they could completely turn their life around, but all you'll ever see in that person is the fact that they are the person that did you wrong. And that's it. There, there's no, there's no, there's no forgiveness ever. So that's a grudge to me. Whereas when you said boundaries, I look at that more as, okay, hey, I've gotten to a certain point in my life and there are certain things I can't just allow in my life anymore because I'm trying to change for the better for me. And if I'm trying to change for the better for me, well, there are certain things I'm going to have to let go. Like this is probably my best example, at least for myself is and I, if you guys ever listen to our podcast and you may have to go back pretty far, but I shared um, some personal information in one of our podcasts about me going to prison. Well, once I got out of prison, I knew I could not go back into that same circle of friends, that same circle of, um, of, uh, I would just say the hood, um, the ghetto, whatever you want to call it. I couldn't go back there because if I went back there, that would have brought me back into the same mindset, the same, circumstance, circumstances, the same pattern that I was, that I had broken already mentally before I got out of prison. So I didn't want to put myself back in that situation. So I set a boundary for myself that, Hey, I have to, I have to not allow myself to be around certain people, certain things, 
um, I have to change, I'm changing my life. So in order to change my life, I have to not be around certain things, not because of a grudge I'm holding against it, but because I know how weak I can be under temptation Mm. of that. Mm. And because of that, I had to put myself in a situation where I couldn't be around it because it's like that old saying goes out of sight, out of mind. So if I'm not in the sight of the negativity that I was once a part of that got me into prison, then that would up my chances of not going back to prison. You know what I mean? Right. So you, in, in this case, you, you're talking about setting a boundary for yourself or yep, making it or making a change for yourself in, in yep, that case. Definitely. So definitely. what was, um, I'm going to I'm 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 play devil's advocate. So what was, did you have any reaction, positive or negative, from doing so? Oh, man, trust me. Um, I think that originally um, everybody was just happy that, you know, I made it out and everything was good. But then, you know, as time went on, you know, certain friends were like, oh, you think you're too good, you know, oh, you know, things of that nature. Or you right, think you're too right. good to be around us. It's like, no, nah, brothers. And, you know, and I explained to them, like, no, I, I don't feel that I'm too good. It's just that my lifestyle has changed. And since my lifestyle has changed, I still love you. I love you guys dearly. But the problem is, is I know that you guys are living a lifestyle that I don't live anymore. And if I'm around you, then I'm going to be tempted to go back into that lifestyle. And I'm trying really hard not to go back to that lifestyle. Then like examples I would have to give is like, you know, when I was in prison and I tell them, I'm telling you what I would tell them. So I'm like, so when I was in prison, there would be guys like I had a, I had a five year sentence. So there'll be people who would get out, come back two weeks later, get out again before I still got out and then come back another month later, still oh, before I got out. And I'm like, dude, what's going on? You know? <laughs> and it would be like, don't you got kids? You know? And so for me, when I was incarcerated, all I kept thinking about was I didn't want my daughter to be, cause I only had one kid at the time and that was my oldest daughter. So I didn't want my daughter to be, you know, when it was like parent teacher day or anything like that. I didn't want my daughter to be saying, Oh, my, my dad's on vacation. And the kids be like, damn, your dad is always on vacation. <laughs> so I didn't want, to grow, I didn't want my child to grow up, you know, having to explain to her friends how dad is always in jail. And so I made the the choice right there that, okay, this is going to be a one-time thing. So in order for that to be a one-time thing, that meant I had to set boundaries for myself so that I did not wind up back in that situation again. Of course, anything can wind you in prison, but I want to do my best to make sure that I didn't put myself in certain arenas that would almost guarantee that I would wind up back in prison again. Right. And when you make changes like that, and this is, it's, it's, it's great. You're sharing. I'm, and I know I throw it at you, but <laughs> it's <laughs> when you get to your places like that and you make those type of decisions, because in this case, you, you're talking one set of, of boundaries that is for ourselves to make a change in ourselves, make a change, something that we need to change. You know, in your case, mm-hmm. I see you needed to make a lifestyle change. And you, so you had to set up boundaries for yourself and, and say, well, I'm not going to, you know, surround myself with the same group of people I was, even though there's love and there is respect and there's a certain amount of relationship that I, I invested in. But unfortunately, their choices can no longer be my choices if I want to have a change for myself. So mm-hmm. you, you separated myself, and I, I definitely I've been there, done you know that as well. Where I've I've had people that have family and friends that I've uh, mm-hmm. you know surrounded myself, whether it was growing up through school, high school. Uh, my parents moved a lot, so I definitely met different people, uh, but family that I wasn't surrounded by, and and mm-hmm. and either you know there was a season of life where they could be around us, right? But in order to mm-hmm. make that change, we needed to make it you know that would mean that they would no longer be part of that inner circle 
It may be an outer yep. circle, an outer communication, like, hey, so, you know, how you doing, how you been, and, and catching up type thing. But you're no longer part of that influence inner circle anymore because I can't go exactly, you know, where you're at anymore. You know, you, you, can, yeah. meet, you can meet me where I'm at, you know. Hey, you know, if, yeah. if, if, you can, if you respect one of the changes I'm making, of course, but I can no longer make that decision um, mm-hmm. or, or, you know, let you influence what I'm doing in the future. In order to mm-hmm. make change. Now, the other side of uh, of also, I wanted to talk about you know boundaries is boundaries that we make with other people. Um, and I think those are the very very tough ones because, I, like you said, yes, in your case, you make boundaries for yourself to make a lifestyle change, and we all get those when we make those changes, right? And I'm sure a lot of you guys mm-hmm. that are listening have gotten those of like, oh yeah, you think you're too good. You know, now you don't, you don't, you came out from some, you know, poor family and you made yourself wealth, you know, wealthy, a good job of your career. And now you, you surround yourself with people that are in that level, whether, whether mm-hmm. you want to or not, it's something that automatically happens um, mm-hmm. because the mentality is different, right? If you're a business person, you want to surround yourself with business people if you're you know single most people you don't surround yourself with single people if you're married most of the time you surround yourself with mostly married people you know mm-hmm. and and it's something that automatically happens because your lifestyle changes and you want to be around similar minded people um but it's hard when you have to make those boundaries based on maybe a bad experience with somebody as you said somebody hurt you know may have hurt your feelings somebody betrayed um a an agreement between you two um Mm -hmm. you know your trust is a big thing for me or you know you you shared let me put it this way i'm gonna share my experience i've I've been through situations unfortunately more than once where Mm -hmm. i'm an open book like i and i think we shared this before but i if i meet somebody new you know there's nothing that i have against them i just met you you know, I just met yeah. you. Yeah. So if you start asking me questions about myself, I'm going to be kind of an open book. Um, and, you know, if I see you, you yeah, I say respectful first person and the first impression is good. Like, you know, with a female male, they're, they're, you know, they look like nice people. Okay. You know, so asking where you work, you know, usually it's like where you work, where you did for living, you know, if you have kids, you're married or not married or, you know, they see you with your, with your partner is they will ask, Oh, you know, how long you guys been together? Things like that. You share that mm-hmm. information and, you know, that's kind of like, okay, information to share out. Um, you know, it doesn't hurt you or anything like that. Brother, but, give me one second. I, I, I sent you a text, but I'm like, you know what? We say we're going to do things live. I'm yeah. going to do it live. I'm about <laughs> to run, switch over my laundry real quick. Keep talking. I'll be right back. <laughs> no problem. Go for it. Go take care of business. Right, take care right. of business. Um, but you, you might meet, you know, somebody in around, you know, and, and you have family. Maybe you've gone through this with family, or you've gone through it with with friends, and you create and start building a relationship. But then you found out that they either they did something that hurts you or, or costs you to have to set a boundary on how far is you're going, you're going with your relationship with them. And you had to make that change after something happened. Now they're questioning you why you change. And this is where people get it confused because let's say, for example, um, you know, you trusted somebody with a piece of information, a personal fee- piece of information for the first time. And then they were supposed not to share that information, but they did. Um, so that hurt your trust. So you, you know, you went through the situation, you dealt with them, you shared, you know, how that, you know, was hurtful that they, you know, they found, you know, maybe you shared with them, you know, that you were hurt, that they uh, uh, affected the trust that you had in them that was supposed to be private, so forth and so on. But now they're coming back at you and telling you, Oh, you're, you know, now you want to cut me off and now you're no longer trusting me because of what I did and I already asked for forgiveness and so forth and so on. And it's hard for them to understand. And sometimes we have to um, analyze whether moving forward, 
if we want to stay in the relationship, are we holding a grudge or are we just setting a boundary for yourself? And you may have to think about that right now. Are you having a grudge with certain people or do you have a boundary with certain people? So where, where are you at right now? What is what do you have a grudge against somebody nowadays? And this is where I see a grudge. Like I said, Leon will be back here soon. But this is where I see there's a difference between having boundaries and having grudges. Having grudges with somebody, you, you will know if you have a grudge with somebody if every time that person is mentioned or comes around, you get into a bad attitude. Have you, have you ever gone through that? For those who are listening, for you guys, have you ever gone through the situation where you, you know, I don't know, you know, Joe Blow, hey, Joe's coming over, and automatically your attitude completely changes um, because that person is showing up and maybe you don't like them uh, or maybe they, you don't like their attitude or you don't like their persona or you don't like the way they uh, present themselves or the way they talk or, you know, maybe they curse too much or they're too, you know, outspoken or they like to, you know, they're joking all the time and messing with people and poking with people and it just aggravates you or, you know, maybe somebody that did, you know, they, uh, broke the trust that you had in them at one point and you're trying to limit, you know, how much you surround yourself with, uh, with them about, or, you know, many different things. We all have had those experiences. We've all had, or maybe you're currently still have someone around in your life or your circle of friends or family that you really don't get along with. And, uh, it may have happened a you know, a situation that, you know, you decided, you know, there's something that you don't like about them very strongly. And you're holding a grudge against them that you don't, you can't even have them around, around without your attitude completely changes. If you're having that with somebody, you're definitely holding a grudge. If you can't be around a certain individual, uh, again, and this can happen with family or friends, but if you're having that feeling that affecting you, you're holding a grudge and that's not setting a boundary. When you don't want to see that person or you tell, you know, your other friends or your other family members, oh, if, you know, Uncle Smith comes around, I, I don't want to be here because I, I don't like him around. I don't like to be around him. That's, you know, something happened, a bad discussion, a bad Christmas, you know, or Thanksgiving dinner, uh, and something was said that, that hurt your feelings or, you know, you just didn't like. And, but now moving forward, every time you see or hear that person's name your attitude completely changes to a negative way at that point if you have that type of situation with somebody if that's the type of attitude or mentality you have with anybody you surround yourself you're holding a grudge you're definitely holding a grudge and the reason i want to bring this topic is because there there is something unhealthy and I'm definitely guilty about it. It's not that I have not been guilty about it, guys. I've definitely gone through it. But if there is something unhealthy in your life if you are holding a grudge against someone. And I'm not saying this to, what I mean, I'm not saying this that, you, you know, you can't hold a grudge against anybody, you know, for a period of time. I just think that we can be upset, you know, with someone for a period of time. But holding a grudge against that person, even after the fact that you've maybe have separated yourself from the relationship or the relationship is no longer there, it's been broken, it's done, but you are still holding that grudge with that person every time their name is mentioned, that is not healthy for you because anything negative that you hold inside is going to affect you in one way, form, or fashion. It's going to affect your personality is affecting your mindset. And yes, you may think, well, Luis, you know, we, I don't see that person anymore. I don't spend time with that person anymore. You know, uh, I don't spend time with them because they did this and did that and did this, or they acted this way or did that, or they hurt my feelings saying this, saying that, or this, you know, A, A B, and C happened, and this is the way they reacted, and it hurt, and, and mostly it's hurt me. It's all about feelings. It's all about your emotions. It's, it's all how you felt. And I'm not saying that you may have not, you know, that you're not right in the situation. I'm not saying they were right in what they did whatsoever because there's a circumstance and something that happened. 
But what I'm trying to explain or share is that I've definitely experienced a difference when I've learned that I have to set a boundary with, but not hold a grudge anymore. Well, I need to let go of the grudge. I need to let go of the hate. I need to let go of the pain. I need to let go of the situation that happened already in the past that cannot be changed in order for me to be able to move forward. You know what I mean? Um, you know what I'm trying? I, I believe you guys are trying to understand. It's, it's, we're all talking in this episode. We're all talking about in this podcast is about in motion about moving forward. So holding a grudge would hold you back from moving forward, especially as for the spouse. We, you can hold grudges against your own spouse. You can hold grudges against your own kids or against your parents. You know, people that you love, but there's, you know, there might have been a situation that it upsets you for, you know, one reason or another, and you are holding a grudge. You're not talking to them. I'll, I'll, I'll be an open example. The eyes, I have spent time. Hold on, guys. Hold on. Are you there, brother? Oh. <laughs> All right. You there? Are you there? Can you hear me now? No, I need you to uh, do another. I need you to send me another invite. Okay. <laughs> you know, right. Oh, don't, don't, don't worry about it. I got you on. I got you on. We got you recorded. We're all good. Okay, cool. Um, actually, yes, sorry. I apologize. I forgot. You got to be on the headphones. <laughs> sorry, guys. We're yeah. doing this live. We're doing this live. So Yeah, this is all live. This is all live. <laughs> so if y'all can hear right now, yeah, I actually pulled the plug <laughs> on the headphones out and screwed myself up. So I need to send me another invite to keep going. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Give me one second. I'll be right back with you, Leon. Here, one second, guys. This is what happens. We do things live. <laughs> we do things live. And we're going to get Mr. Leon back on here real quickly, guys. We apologize. This is just what happens. This, you know, live shows, live shows. But we are on. He'll be back here fairly shortly. We'll get him back. Um, we'll continue on the topic at this moment. But, again, I appreciate all the topic. And he, but while he, I get Leon to come back here on the link already sent, um, to him while we get him back here just just think about what i'm saying are you holding a grudge against somebody right now still are you holding a negative grudge as against somebody that you're thinking you're putting up you're just setting up boundaries a lot of people like to say that um oh i'm just setting boundaries like i'm just saying boundaries against you know um i'm trying to i'm trying to give you an example without kind of going too deep real quick Got your back. Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Can you hear me, brother? Yeah, yeah we can hear you. We're back. We're back. <laughs> oh, there we go. My bad, y'all. My bad. My bad. That's my business. You know, when you when you dang near fifty, sometimes you you know you you make little mental errors. <laughs> <laughs> just just it's just just things happen. It's, it's, it's ten, happen. Technical difficulties, but we we got in. We got yeah. it. We got you back. So I don't know what what you yeah. got to hear. Leon, because I know you, you want to take care of some, some quick, something real quick at the house. But I, I'm sharing, I was sharing and talking about, you know, we talked about boundaries and setting boundaries for ourselves. But I was sharing about the difference of what is setting up a boundary and when you have mm -hmm. grudges, when you actually have a grudge. And, and I share a little bit of if you can think of a person in your life, whether it's family or friends, uh, mm -hmm. and every time you hear their name, you you get upset. Your attitude changes. Has that ever happened to you with anybody? Ooh. Like just when you when you just hear that person's name, um, that you personally have a grudge. You're holding that grudge against that person, but maybe not even realizing it. But like you can yeah. see them and be around them just for a short period of time, but it, your attitude completely changes because you know either they did something to you, uh, either it's a friend that you know. Or hurt your trust or cut the trust or it was a family member you know where you had a a bad disagreement or an argument or even 
I think that we can hold grudges even with our own spouse and loved ones and our mm-hmm. own partner mm-hmm. that we can hold a grudge mm-hmm. for, for, you know, something that happened. You know, they didn't plan a birthday party, <laughs> you know, when you expected, they didn't give you a present that you expected to get, or, you know, they, they just, you know, they didn't love you the way you loved them. They didn't support you on something that you wanted them to support you on. And you hold that grudge against yeah. that person. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, you ever been there. Yeah. It's, it's, it's crazy. How yeah, it is. It we, is. We, we, it's we can, real crazy. Oh yeah, we can we can hold that grudge against that person and not realize how we affect how other people see how our attitude changes. Because that's what I was sharing. That yeah, you. Oh if, yeah. If you're holding a grudge against somebody, you're holding yourself back in that area of your life, and it's something negative that you're mm-hmm. holding on to. And even though you may not see that person every day, I mean, I've had people that that you know did things to me, you know relationship wise that were broken mm-hmm. you know for whatever reason and you know i don't see him anymore but there was a period mm-hmm. there was a period of of length of time where there was a few months uh uh there was there's been one person you know <laughs> i can share you know it's been one person that that i know i held a, a grudge for mm-hmm. you know over a year uh two three years actually or plus that that i've held a grudge on and when i heard their names oh I, my attitude completely changed you yeah. know, and I was yeah. eager to share all the negative energy that I had against that person, you know, and they weren't mm-hmm. even around. Like, I, it's not that I had to see them. It's not that they were around that person. It was just the mention of that person fired me up. And mm-hmm. you ever been in that situation? Oh, man, brother, like you wouldn't believe, man. I mean, you know, and, and it's weird when you're in that situation where a person's name just gets brought up and all of a sudden you you lose your focus, you lose your whatever it is. You could be in a great mood. That person name get brought up, and all of a sudden you're in a bad mood. Oh, it's gone. And and so it's like it's like instantaneous. It ain't even like you have to think about it. It's almost like a reaction. Like when a doctor hits your your knee with that thing and your leg kind of jumps out. It's just <laughs> like that. As soon as they say hey, man, your whole reaction to that name sets you off. Oh, yeah. And I think that. I think that for all of us, I think one of the problems is, is that that it's, this is something that I, I heard many years ago. I, heard, I actually heard a comedian say this, and he said that, you know, when you forgive someone for something, even when they haven't asked you for forgiveness, once you forgive them for something, you can't then, you know, to keep yourself in that angry place with them keep reminding yourself of the same thing that quote unquote, you supposedly forgave mm. them for mm. or something that you say you've, Oh, I've, I'm over that. Well, if you're over that, then why is it when this person's names, this name gets brought up all of a sudden now you're, you know, already you're in a native mood. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, so if you really forgive someone for something, that doesn't mean that because you know, people use that saying, oh, forgive, but don't forget. Well, if you don't forget, then you don't forgive because you're going to always keep that in the back of your mind as a way to hold that against them. Right. So, so that's still, you're still holding that grudge, even though you're saying, oh, well, I, I forgave you, but I'm not going to forget. Well, if you're not going to forget, well, then you didn't forgive me. Right. Because right. you want, you want that to be your, that's your anchor. That's your anchor to hold you down. To, and, and I know why we do it. We do it because we don't want to be hurt again, which makes sense. Because once you get hurt once, who wants to get hurt again? again. Nobody wants to be hurt again. No, no, if but you this, break your leg one time, you don't want to go back and do the same exact thing to break your leg again. Yeah. You want to do something different so you don't break your leg again. But the problem is, is that once you say you've forgiven someone, and now all of a sudden, you know, you're not going to forget what you forgave them for. Well, now every time they do something that may not have nothing to do with that, but because of how your mind works and our minds work, if they do something that's even, I won't even say similar. We'll say out of, it may have been 10 acts they did that, and I'm going to just say it like this, that pissed you off. And then here it is, you've, Say you've forgiven them. They ask for forgiveness, whatnot. And now all of a sudden they do one of the 10 acts again. Now all of a sudden you just jumped all the way into the whole 10 acts. Oh, they've done all 10 acts. No, they did one thing. And it could have just been, you know, because that's a part of um, their, 
their human nature to do whatever that one thing is. Yeah. And so to me, it's, it's the thing about grudges is that, and I think I heard this on a movie, you know, the thing about grudges and forgiveness, I want to tie those two together, is that you don't forgive the person so that they feel good. You forgive that person so you can move on with your life. Right. So if you're holding a grudge, then you're holding yourself back in life from achieving other things because you're going to let that hurt always be the thing that stops you from going forward. How many people, and even our, I know even in my life at times, I've used hurtful situations to say, well, see, I don't do this because this hurt me, or I won't do that because I'm afraid that might hurt me. So that means you're limiting yourself at that point based on a grudge to something that someone else did to you. So when do you get over that so that you can move forward and do the next thing in your life? Yeah. For me, you were saying, and I share, like holding a grudge against somebody and, and when you're holding that grudge and your, your attitude changes and your emotions changes and, uh, 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 you know, like I was saying, you know, in my case, I know, if, you know, you want to share all the negative things. Oh, be careful with so-and-so because they might do this, this and that. I, you know, you, you got somebody trying to warn you about somebody else that you've never met before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. they're like, well, mm-hmm. what? That's hold, they're holding a grudge. And mm-hmm. if you're holding, as you said, you, you forgive that person for yourself. And you might think, you know, most people are like, well, they don't deserve their my forgiveness or you know, they, they mm-hmm. were they were abusive person or they're a narcissist or, you know, they were controlling or they, they breached my trust and I have with them with this and this and that so they don't deserve it. Well, I know there's a period of time for us to go through those emotions as human. We're, mm-hmm. we're not asking you, we're not saying that you can't go through those emotions. We will. But I think there is a point of time that is unhealthy mm-hmm. to continue mm-hmm. holding to that grudge because – you won't be able to move forward in that area of your life and, and speaking by experience until you do. My, yep. my biggest challenge is, and, and I'll, I'll try to be short with this one. Let's put it. I, I, I shared it in the past. I have spent, <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, brother, you're just laughing. I'll try to be short. You guys know, but I'm, I'm going to do good. I'm going to do good. Go for it. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna see. We're gonna see how short you keep this. Yes, yeah, start, start the clock. Start the clock. Story. <laughs> All right, go for it. Go for it. I spent ten, twelve years in ministry. In my mid twenties to my mid, you know, mid late thirties. And at the end of all that, this pastor who was uh, a spiritual father for me kicked me out of the ministry. Out of the blue, Tuesday, walking in. You know, you got three months to go find a job. There was nothing that was going on that called for that in my in my books. Mm-hmm. Even, you know, I can go biblically and relationship wise, like there was no there was not a talk before. There was no like, hey, let's try to shut that down or hey, I'm feeling this way. There was none of that. You would think there would be, mm-hmm. right? Because you're talking about a, a ministry, church, pastor, you know, relationship, things like that. Um there was none of that. And I know I held that grudge because of the pain mm-hmm. that was caused for even everything mm-hmm. that I have put in my life for 10, 12 years and just mm-hmm. completely taken away and had to go figure it out. Like I had stopped going to school mm-hmm. to be in ministry. So not only did, you know, it was a thing of, of cutting ties and relationships out of the blue, but it was also, you know, financially supporting my family that I had to go figure that out again. You know, mm-hmm. when nothing, you know, I had like the people saying nothing to fall back on, you know, mm-hmm. other than like starting again 12 years later. You know, mm. your energy's not the same, all those things, right? So I know I held a grudge for a, f- a lot of few years. And the only way I knew or I told myself that I could get over it was was by facing that person face-to-face mm-hmm. every time I came into town. Mm-hmm. I, I went to that person's house. Mm-hmm. I visited him. I talked to him. You know, But there was a point in my life, I remember the last Christmas I spent in Texas before I moved to California, 
That name was mentioned. Mm-hmm. And I don't tell you wrong. I was tipsy. I was more than tipsy. And there mm-hmm. were several people there that knew him. And all that negative energy came out. <laughs> all that energy came out. And but I knew it was not healthy. I just I got to a point in my life that I had to realize it's not healthy for me to mm-hmm. hold the grudge against this person. You know, it's not healthy. And, you know, my brother's still part of that ministry. My younger brother still is. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so I, it's not that I, you know, I will never, never hear from them again or anything like that. We don't talk on a daily basis or anything like that. But me personally, I had to figure out a way to, as you said, not, you know, forgive and forget. But I had to let it go. Mm-hmm. And the moment I realized that I was able to let that go, it was when that, you know, I could be around that person or talk about that person, talk about situations, talk about past history, you know, and good times and things like that and not feel any mm-hmm. kind of negative way in my attitude changing and not feel the mm-hmm. need to say anything negative about them. Mm-hmm. I feel the need to blurge out, oh, this person, this and this and that, or be careful with this, this and that, or, you know, mm-hmm. anything like that. At that point, I knew that I was okay. And it felt better. Mm-hmm. It felt great, you know, to be able to let go of that. And it was a lot of pain, you know. And I'm sure that mm-hmm. a lot of you listeners, you know, may maybe, you know, gone through something like that with somebody in your level of relationship, you know, that may have hurt you, you know, a past, an ex-boyfriend or ex-girlfriend, ex-husband, ex-wife. And you're still holding a grudge about it. You're still, mm-hmm. you're still holding on to that negative energy and you might think, well, that's not affecting me anymore. Well, it's still affecting you if every time that person either comes around, if they have to, for you know, other relationships or anything like that, or that person's name mm-hmm. is brought up, or, or a similar situation happens, and your mm-hmm. attitude goes completely negative and changes because it reminds you of that person. And you hold yep. in a grudge. You hold in a grudge. Now, in the other sense, setting boundaries with people. It's, it's, it's very challenging. It's very challenging mm-hmm. to, to do so. Um, Paul, just give me one second. Let me put my phone here on mute because I got people trying to text me. <laughs> um, oh, okay. It, I'll, go, I'll go through the line here. So I apologize for that beat. But, um, you know, set, setting boundaries with people is, is challenging. I know it's challenging, right? Because when you set boundaries with people, then you, you start, you know, they get, they get questioned. You know, for example, mm-hmm. um, let's just say, you know, you, you like to drink alcohol, but, you know, that's a problem. And then you realize you need to say, you know, stop drinking. So you stop hanging around, you know, going to people's houses when they invite you on parties. You're like, hey, no, you know, thanks, man, but, I, you know, I can't go to this. Or I'm going to leave early. And they mm-hmm. take it personal. Oh, why you're not staying yep. or why you're not, you know, saying hang out or, you know, have some drink, have some fun. And you can explain to them, no, you know, I'm just trying, you know, I'm, I'm trying to be better. I'm trying to change this. And some people may not understand, you know, that you're trying to set a boundaries that's going to help you that they're mm-hmm. not willing to help you with. So, therefore, you have to cut down that relationship. I, I always say um, if somebody breaks my trust, in something, you know, a new friend. I've had friends, you know, new friends. They are still friends, but mm-hmm. you know, something happened when that when that situation happens. Then I know I I would say that now I know how far I can throw you. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like I know how yeah. far I can go with you. And yep. the situation happened and it hurt, or you know, and not really that it affected me so greatly, but it, it let me know where you sit as a person or a character, and it doesn't matches with mine. So therefore. That's my boundary, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know. Yep. That's my boundary now. Like, okay, now I can trust you with having a good time hanging out, but I can't trust you to share my life with you type of thing. Yeah. That makes sense? Yeah. You know, and now that's a boundary or, or certain, you know, boundaries in a relationship with your spouses. We all have, whether we have spoken to, hopefully you have spoken those boundaries, you know, with, that, with, that, with your partner of what your boundaries are, you know, um, I know mm-hmm. this is not that necessarily that type of channel, but you know, sexually boundaries or, you know, who you relate to anymore boundaries mm-hmm. or respect, you know, speaking with somebody else of the opposite sex and things like that. Um, how you relate with other people when you're in a, you know, 
the the opposite sex when when or nowadays with the same sex <laughs> uh, when when you're in a relationship, you know those are healthy boundaries. There are things that are healthy boundaries to have, and uh, you know we're not trying to tell, we, tell you which ones those are, and we're not the professionals here. But at least just digging into a topic that maybe you need to look into those boundaries in your relationships in your life. Uh, they're healthy for you and you know the people around you but you know if you're holding a grudge against somebody i just think that we all need to work on getting away from that uh of that negative grudge and figure out the way to let it go because it's not about the other person as you said it's about ourselves yeah because you definitely you're definitely i mean you know the thing about about grudges and this is something that you know we all have to learn as we go through life and um one thing that that over this last you know two weeks maybe even three weeks that i've been you know thinking about is sometimes when we hold grudges against other people or even we get upset with something that someone does in a sense um then something else that we may have to do is you know look at okay, if I'm getting mad at them for something that they've done to me, do I also do the exact same thing that I'm getting mad at them about? So I've been really asking myself, you know, personally, like, okay, well, when I get upset with someone with something that they do to me, do I do the exact same thing? And if I realize that I do the exact same thing that I'm getting mad at them about, well, then I ask myself, well, then how can I be mad at them for what they've done when I do the exact same thing and I don't get mad at myself when I do it. So I'm holding myself more accountable instead of, you know, as we started off the podcast talking a little bit, you know, I'm doing more reflection and looking at myself in a mirror instead of looking at the outside world. I'm doing more of a looking at the inside world of myself and saying, look, how can you accuse or justify being mad at someone else when you do the exact same thing that you're mad at them about. So check yourself before you can say anything to them. And now if I'm not doing that anymore, okay, well now I have a little bit more justification to then say, Hey, this is now a boundary I'm setting for our relationship because I don't do this. So I cannot allow you to do that to me. Because now, you know, I don't do that. So if I don't do that, and I know that makes me feel uncomfortable when someone else does it, well, now you're setting a boundary of, okay, I cannot let you go cross this line. You can only come up to this line, and then if you try to cross this line, I'm going to say something to you about it. Now, I'm still going to love you. I'm still going to, you know, treat you a certain type of way. It's kind of like parents with kids. You know, if we be honest with ourselves, you know, I've got six. Jose's got like 35. (laughs) (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm kidding. So, um, but no, but if we look at it just realistically, you know, um, you know, when it comes to our children, you know, we correct them when they do something wrong. We don't hold grudges against our kids and say, oh, well, because you didn't take out the trash tonight like I asked you to. Now I feel like I've got to be, I've got to hold this, this thing in my heart against you. And every time I see you now, I'm going to be ticked off with you because you didn't do this thing. No, what we do is we love them the same, but we, we do let them know that this is unacceptable. So we have to learn and it's hard to do with grown people because, you know, people take things, people are very sensitive, including myself, you know? So if you say something to me at the wrong time that you're trying to correct me on, not out of, trying to be mean, but out of, because out of love and because this is not something that's acceptable to you, you know, that's you trying to not better somebody else's life, but just letting them know this is what I will accept, you know, in my life from you or for myself. So I have to make sure that I don't let you cross boundaries that I won't even do to myself. But you 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 were you were you're on point there. I think you you were going and you got a little sidetrack. I would say that when you're talking about kid comparing with the kids, uh, because we're both parents, but we don't we don't 
We don't hold grudges with our kids. You know, they, they can do similar things that other grown adults can do to us, but we love our kids so much that we automatically don't hold a grudge against them. But we, we do set boundaries. difficulties again here, brother. We do. We do. Now my microphone, I mean, I'm sorry <laughs> if I'm cutting you off because I can't hear you at all. So what I'm going to do is see if I can switch mics real quick. Okay. And if I can't, if it kicks me off again, then you guys, I am sorry. <laughs> I love y'all, but I'm going to let Luis take us on home and then we'll try to work this out the next time we get together. But I'm going to see if I can switch mics real quick or switch um, headphones because I can't hear anything coming from my headphones right now. Gotcha. So just, gotcha. Talk away, brother. I love you in case I don't make it back on. <laughs> no problem, man. No problem. Got it. Got it. But um, continuing on is um, Leona was saying, you know, we're our kids. Putting in comparison of holding grudges with our kids or not. We don't hold grudges with our kids, right? When we when our kids don't take out like trash, just following his example, they don't take out the trash or they don't clean all their rooms or they didn't get good grades, um, and I've been in all those levels with my children because just cleared up. I got five. I got five. <laughs> so he got one. You, Leon, you got one more than I do. Uh, but I don't hold a grudge. I could be upset uh, at my children for not doing what they were supposed to do. But I put a boundaries. But we do set boundaries. Okay, so if you don't clean up, if you don't clean up your room, then these are the consequences. Right. If you don't take out the trash, I told you that these are the consequences and there's a boundary. If you can't, for example, if, if we told our kids, we'll let them out. Teenagers, for example, you know, they go out to their hangout with their friends and we'll tell them be back at eight o'clock and they're not back till nine. So now next time we set a boundary and say until, until you can prove that you can be responsible or your boundary is that you are now going to be back by seven. Because you definitely couldn't be back at eight, so now it's going to be seven. So, just an example there, we set a boundary. Now, we're not holding a grudge against them for that. We're watching that there's a boundary. And we teach our children that, hey, this is the boundary. The same way we teach them, uh, um, and I'm just following that Leon's example, that there are boundaries as far as respect. And what I am trying to say is that. We should be using the same technique with people. If you are a parent, you should be using or trying to use as best as possible to your ability to use the same technique with other people. And I don't mean you don't love everybody as we love our kids for, for, for certain, for sure. I had it all, not even close. But for your own health and for your own life, when somebody does something to you, if you are right now or has done something to you and you're holding a grudge, I want to encourage you. And, and we'll get to, to ending. I think probably we lost Leon for today. But I just want to encourage you to let go of that grudge. And if you need to set a boundary for yourself, if it's in a relationship, and you need to set, find out what is a healthy boundary that's going to help you still have a relationship with that person. And, you know, whether it's a trust boundary or this is a hangout boundary, or where there's, you know, you know, how much time you spend with that person, or how, you know, how, how long or where you go, or where you do not go with that person, you know, whatever that boundary is, but if you, you still want to be, you know, related with that person, or you're, or maybe it's not, you know, somebody who's going to, is your friend, it's somebody else's, a friend of a friend, but you need to set a boundary because, you know, that person lifestyle uh, negatively can affect yours, you know. So whatever that boundary is, there are healthy boundaries out there that you can set for yourself. Healthy boundary for your relationship. And again, we're not here to tell you which ones those are. We're not the professional, and maybe at one point we can find somebody that is a professional marriage or relationship counseling and can give you some ideas. But they um, ask find what those healthy boundaries are for you for you to make, but just make sure. With yourself, this is not the proof for anybody, not proof to us or anybody else. Make sure with yourself and analyze yourself that are you setting a boundary with this person or are you set, or are you just holding a grudge against this person? Because a grudge is not healthy for you. And maybe you love this person and you're having a relationship with a person, but you're holding a grudge about something that you supposedly forgave or maybe not even talked about. 
and that person doesn't know why you act the way you act you know when that situation happens again or that topic is brought up but again that's also getting add to other topics right so just do a self search guys make sure that you're creating healthy boundaries and uh, i'm sure we'll get we'll get to this topic again i know we kind of jump back and forth up you know today a little bit um but it's just one of those episodes this is a very hard topic i think it's just a very hard topic to discuss because there's a fine line between holding a grudge and having a boundaries but i do think that holding grudges can negatively affect your life more than just setting up a healthy boundary for yourself in either situation that you you might be in so do a self-thought do a self-thinking you know analyze yourself and make sure that if you're having a grudge against somebody maybe it's time to let it go um you know maybe it's time to let it go not that you need to restore the relationship if it's something that you don't feel you need to restore but you may need to restore let go of the grudge so you can continue to have a positive life and get rid of any negative energy that you're holding on to because of that situation that happened, you know, whether it's a few weeks ago, months ago, maybe even years ago. Speaking by experience, you can hold on grudges for a long time and can negatively affect your life at one point, form or fashion. So definitely work on that guys. So you can continue in motion. So with that said, guys, we're going to end the episode right here from Leon and myself. We thank you one more time for being in today's episode. We'll see you in two weeks with our next episode. So stay tuned. Make sure to follow us on Instagram or Facebook uh, in Motion Podcast. And we'll see you in a couple of weeks, guys. Thank you for listening. <laughs>